Are you seeking more energy, inspiration, wisdom? If so, you're not alone. Each episode is a glimpse into the live discussions we're creating at TogetherWeSeek.online. I'm JJ Geronimo, a lightworker and curious soul, interviewing some amazing practitioners and lightworkers to explore inspiration and ancient wisdom with the goal of illuminating our knowing, brightening our path, and further manifesting our work. Hello, hello, it's JJ. Thank you so much for joining us once again. And I'm so excited to have Lisa King with me today. Lisa and I are going to discuss something that you may not have heard before in a podcast or in a community, but we're going to talk about thriving through menopause. And this is not something that I initially thought I would talk about when starting Together We Seek, but it is such a piece of so many women. And hopefully our discussion today will help you really think about a transition you might be part of, something your friend might be going through, a family member, or even yourself. And I really am excited because Lisa, this is a second essentially career for her. She's a yoga teacher and a menopause doula, and she specializes in menopause movement. So Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me today, JJ. I'm so excited to chat with you. I mean, how did you get into this work? <laughs> yeah, that is the that's the thing. How did I land here? Because I started my first career as an educator of little people. So people five and six years old. So that's where I spent the the bulk of my first career. Well, all of my first career. And then I retired. And so I have been blessed with just a little bit of luxury of time. But right before retirement, I started going through perimenopause. And so this work was really driven by my need to find more resources and to find more support in my own journey. Um, so I started out as a yoga teacher. I trained, I guess, that well, that was my 50th birthday gift to myself, was yoga teacher training. And so I've been teaching yoga for a while, Um just so connected to the mind-body connection part of the work. And then menopause started to happen in a very subtle way. And then I had this opportunity as I'm looking into, okay, how can I get some help here? I found uh, the International Doula Movement, and they have a certification in menopause doulaship. I was like, yes. <laughs> Well, I've never even, I mean, I feel like I'm out in all types of women's circles and you focus a lot on women's health and their transition. And so what made you even look for something like that? Is that something that crossed your path or did it just end up in like something, a thought, a whisper, like maybe I should check this out? Like, how do you get to that website? Yeah, well, a lot of Googling, <laughs> a lot of Googling menopause support, menopause symptoms, um, and it just it just came up in one of the searches. And I was like, I have never heard of this before. I've got to check this out. What is it? And so, you know, I heard of a birth doula, a death doula, all those, you know, those things. And so I was super intrigued. And when I started the research into the work and looking at what they had to offer, I was like, yes, that is exactly what I need. First of all, for me. I need support. I need resources. I need to understand what's happening to me. So a menopause doula is just a non-medical professional that supports women as they transition through all the phases of menopause. So 
the beginning of the transition, which we often call perimenopause to menopause and then through into postmenopause. So I did that work and I still felt like, okay, there's something for me that's missing. Um, I felt like I needed more resources because one of the things that came out of that work was that women our age need to move their bodies and there are lots of barriers for moving our bodies as we get older. And I don't know about you, but if you've gone into a gym lately or a yoga studio, you may not feel like there are classes really tailored to you specifically. Um, and that's a huge barrier for women in midlife to move their bodies. So then I landed in the, um, I met some ladies from the UK on Instagram, social media, and they have a training collective that they call Menopause Movement and they're women um, physios. And I was like, okay, I need to know more about how to move my body in a way that is um, what I need in this phase of my life, because I had not always been super gentle to my body or really loved my body and moved in a way that was really healthy. Um, being an athlete, being a cheerleader, a dancer, you know, all those things. So I just really needed to learn. So that took me to the next part of my training. And then I met Petra Convy, who is the creator of Menopause Yoga. So all those things, thanks to COVID, I had this time and this interest to really explore. So now all of that plays into my work. That is amazing. I love, I mean, there's so many pieces I love. Well, first I'll just say, you know, there are some people that turn COVID into like a learning center. Uh, and I love learning about what people learned during COVID because I have met so many people that have done some really cool things. And even myself, like I taught, I took many classes on birth charts so I could understand the dynamics of people's birth charts. And I feel like it's just a time to regroup and think about where do you want to shine your light and your energy next. And I love the fact that you've used so many tools to sort of track down your path. So something that was you were passionate about, that you continue to research, but then you even extended it to sign up for things, reach out to people. And I think that can be a barrier for so many people that want to do something, but they don't know where to start. And it sounds to me like you just started just reading, doing, connecting, discussing. Yes, that's true. So if you're familiar with Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies, I'm a questioner. And so I like to know all the things behind the things. So the research part for me just was very natural. All these things were happening to me. And when I tried to talk to my doctor or to my mom, they had nothing for me. It was, you know, my mom's, her whole thing was, yeah, this is just menopause. It's bad. This is how it goes. And I realized now she didn't have the resources. And then a trip to the doctor with heart palpitations and hot flashes and some fatigue, he wanted to give me an antidepressant right out the door. And I didn't have enough knowledge. I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, no, I don't want to do that. But then I didn't have enough knowledge to really come back and say, okay, this is this is what I might want to do. And so the questioner in me just set out on this quest to, to learn. And then I started talking to other women and there was just so much shame and fear um, around the topic. And I was like, why? Why is there this shame and fear? And part of it is because there wasn't knowledge or there there isn't knowledge. And so that's one of my big goals is just to help women 
thrive in this phase of their life and really step into their full power. I love that. I love that because it is such a big piece of what we go through. There is a lot of discussion when you transition from childhood into, you know, through your, get your period for the first time and what that transition is, you know, always MaxiPad has done all these studies on women and confidence and how they're getting your menstrual cycle, but you do see so little on the other side of, of the process. Well, yeah. And what's so astounding about that is anybody born with ovaries, we're going to spend a third to a half of our half of our life in this transition. So when you think about it, if we live, you know, now, you know, we're living into our 80s and 90s, even to 100. And if we start this transition in our late 40s, look at all that time. So I really just feel like it's a women's health crisis that we're not talking about this. And why aren't we talking to girls when we're talking about their periods, talking about the whole natural cycle? So you don't get into your 30s and 40s and feel blindsided by this thing called menopause. Well, I have to tell you, I, you know, I've already started. So I'm very familiar with it and just how it's changed my body. And even like the way I have to work out has changed. What I eat has had to change. But this is after like kind of muddling through it for two years and just feeling so bloated and gross. So I really feel like, you know, having someone to get you and help you. And I'm sure just the questioner you are that when you work with several different women, you start to see like themes and patterns of some sort. Certainly. So first and foremost, what I want women listening today to know is that everybody's menopause is their own experience. So it's not even necessarily similar to your mother's experience, but a lot of it has to do with just your life experiences, your genetic makeup. But if even if you have sisters, they're not going to have the same menopause um, trip that you do. And so that's the first thing I think it's really, really important for ladies to understand that we're all going to have a little bit of a different experience. However, in those different experiences, there certainly are themes that emerge um, and symptoms that are more prevalent than others. So one of the, the main themes that I hear women say to me is, I don't know who I am anymore. All these things are happening to me. I feel out of control. I don't know who I am in my body, in my work, in my relationships. Um, so that's number one. The second theme I hear just resonating through and through is this um, loss of confidence or lack of confidence on many levels. Not even just the physical level, but confidence emotionally, confidence, confidence in their work. So you know, that that's the whole, you know, confidence issue. I don't know who I am. I'm not confident. And then the third would be fear. So I don't know what is happening, happening to me. I feel out of control. And of course, because we have lack of knowledge, that is very fear, fearful. Well, I mean, it sounds like, like you said, it's a crisis and it's been a crisis for centuries. Mm-hmm. And we've even talked, you and I met in uh, Kentucky, thanks to our friend Kinga. And we were talking about how even some women, you know, were basically, you know, 50, 60, 80, 100 years ago would be sent to an insane asylum in some instances. Like, and, and that's still happening now in the sense that we're still having similar experiences, but maybe I think people can hide it a little better. Well, sure. I mean, my doctor tried to give me an antidepressant. That was his number one response to me. 
So I think that goes back to, oh, this is a disease. This is something wrong. That mentality of this is a disease. This is something wrong with you. This is something that has to be fixed. So let me throw this pill your way where in the, you know, 100 years ago, it might be, let me send you off somewhere um, because you're losing your mind. Um, and these things aren't really happening or they're not as severe as what you say they are. So, yes, I think it's still um, almost this gaslighting, if you will, um, around menopause. Hmm. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad that we're at this point, yet we have so little conversations, little knowledge. I mean, you like you can research, but even people talk about it. Uh, I even talked to a few people about this session and a couple of them got a little queevy jeevy. They're like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, why? I mean, it is such a part of who we are as women that if we can't step into it with with the ability to seek and understand, you know, you often then create an island for yourself. Certainly, certainly. And I think, you know, there are layers to what you just said. I think historically just the patriarchal society that we are born into but I am so hopeful about women our age and the next generation so I have two daughters I don't know if I said that yet but I'm just determined that the next generation they're going to look at this as part of just a natural process and I think that's that's the sticking point for us right now is normalizing the conversation so I've had to even look at you know, how I market what I do, because if you say menopause yoga, for example, people will go, I don't, I don't need that. I'm not there yet. Or I'm past that. I should have met you six years ago. So here's the deal, ladies, you are in that phase from about 40 until you die. So, so you need support all through that. And I think it's important for us to really understand the language of menopause. So, for example, I've said the, the transition several times. So, what I'm talking about here is menopause, by definition, is one day in your life. One day, 12 months from your last period. So, you don't really even know that menopause has happened till like, a week or two or three later when you're like, oh, my God, my period didn't come again. <laughs> Yay, I hit, I hit that day. I think it was, like, November 5th, but somewhere around there. So the medical terminology of menopause is it's just one day. So the, yeah, isn't that, isn't that crazy? And, but we call everything under that umbrella menopause. So I really want to normalize and give women language around this entire transition. So we start our lives pre-menopause, right? So we, you know, we grow up, we hit puberty, we have our period, we're pre-menopause. Um, we have kids if we desire to have kids and all those things. Well, then when we hit late 30s, early 40s, maybe even mid 40s for some women, we start into perimenopause. And again, it's sneaky because we don't even know we're there. So it's these little subtle changes like noticing um, a change in your muscle composition. Or like you said, JJ, noticing that you are a little more fatigued when you work out the way you used to work out. Or maybe you notice, oh, I ate onions or I drank wine and now I just am having some digestive issues or I didn't sleep great. 
And so it's it's 40 plus symptoms during perimenopause. And it's really when we're at our most turbulent with our hormones. So it's like the up and down, up and down. And what they're starting to do is decrease the estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So that's all in that perimenopause stage, which can last, you know, seven to 10 years. And when my doctor first told me that, I was like, holy crap, seven to 10 years of this? I've got to figure out a way to live through this and, you know, to make it through. So that's the first really big transition you'll start to notice and probably when you'll start reaching out to to get some support. And then menopause, that one day that you're not really know it's happening, it happens. And then you live the rest of your life postmenopausal, which also has health risks. So when the estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone all decrease to those low levels, we start to see things like higher risk of osteoporosis, um, more possibility for sarcopenia and muscle loss, things like vaginal dryness, much lower libido, um, and pelvic floor issues. So these things are not going to go away. Like they're risk factors for the rest of your life. So it's so important to know that once you start into the transition, that you're going to need support all the way through, all the way through. But the good news is that there are lots of things you can do through this transition to really help you feel in control and empowered and come through on the other side, not just surviving menopause, but really thriving on the other side. So yeah, so that's what's exciting about Okay, we talk about all these horrible things that are going to happen, but there is a there is a light at the end of the tunnel, per se. Um, and some women decide, you know, that hormone replacement therapy is an option. I am certainly not opposed to that at all. I think each woman, it's your choice. So sometimes that is the best choice for you to manage your menopause symptoms. But as far as from a menopause doula perspective, I really have like my top five things that you can do no matter what phase of the transition you're in to move yourself along and to feel in control and empowered at this time in your life when really everything feels a little bit out of control. Well, I'd love to cover a couple of those. And then maybe what we could do is do another like educational session at some other time where we could do, you know, more of a class because I feel like once people hear this and realize that there is help out there and it's with someone that's gone through it, it's a woman, it's not necessarily the doctor in a doctor's office. I think it's just more inviting. And for me, I just want to take the mystery and sometimes fear and doubt out of what women are going through, because I think when you shed light on these things, you give us back our power. And I feel like menopause in a lot of ways makes us feel less than because of what society has set up for us, which doesn't need to be the case. And I think conversations like these, just getting right out there and talking about it, we take back our power. We do. We certainly do. So I would say first and foremost on your journey, I would say, number one, you've got to educate yourself. So Google it, connect with people who know, find professionals, find doctors that support you. Um, but really build your knowledge base so that when you do go in for a doctor's visit, you have a list of your symptoms and you're able to go in and talk in a knowledgeable way. So that would be my number one. The second is connection. So find your people. 
So find your group of women, find your people on the internet, find your people on Instagram, people who write books, just find your people who you can connect with so you have a support system. And like you were saying, JJ, so we can keep the conversation or get the conversation going so that when people hear menopause, they don't go, I don't want to talk about that. That's not me. So find your people and start the conversation. Um, And then the third thing I would say is make small necessary shifts in your diet. And I don't, I I hate to use the word diet, but just in your nutrition and how you nourish yourself. The three things I have seen work for me and my clients, decrease the sugar because of inflammation, decrease the alcohol. Yes, I love my wine, but maybe every once in a while just have some hot tea or something in the evening. And third, increase that protein. And so that's a whole class in itself, really, like how to eat and nourish yourself through the menopause transition so that you feel good because um, those small adjustments that start small and make small shifts. So those would be my top three, Um, you know, mind-body practices, obviously, I think would be the fourth. It's super important. Meditation, yoga, Reiki, breath practices. And then the last one, and this seems counterintuitive at this time in our life, um, because most of us are in leadership roles and, you know, we're hustling and we've got kids, but you got to slow down (laughs) and make space for you, for this journey, for the time that you need as you're moving through this part of your life. Well, Lisa, these are so, so helpful. I'm so excited for more to hear about this. And I hope you'll continue to post them together. We see some of the classes you're having and things you're doing, because I think virtual is a great option for people to come on. And for those of you that want to reach out to Lisa, you know, how do they find you? Well, sure. So probably the best way to find everything about me is on my website. It's lisakingyoga.com. And there are links to my social media there, links to my online classes. Um, And so everything on that website is kind of linked to everything else. That would be the easiest. If you want to shoot a direct email, it's just lisa at lisakingyoga.com. And you can email me. I love it. I love it. And I really appreciate you trusting me and joining me on what I think is going to be one of many discussions because I'm curious about this and I want to find more tools and techniques for women because when we get to these ages in our lives, we have so much wisdom and honestly, many of us have more work to do. So if you're in a stage that you feel sluggish or you don't feel yourself or you feel like you probably need some shifts, we want you to do that because we want you to make the mark on the world that you came down to do. So I really appreciate you being generous enough to share what you've learned and what you're doing for women that are going through menopause. And we look forward to staying in touch. Thank you so much, JJ. I look forward to it. Have a great day. Thank you. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there.